Welcome to a new episode of the Jokesland Wrestling Report. I am your host, the ultimate one, coming to you live from New York City on a cold, bitter, brisk night. And we're going to go over the last episode of the AEW review for the year 2019. Because as of last night, it was the last episode the AEW is going to show. There won't be one because it's Christmas Day the next week. But AEW Dynamite came from Texas, and the match was going to be uh, a match that's going to be uh, no com- commercial free. And it was a tag team match, a dream match. It was Adam Page and Kenny Omega versus Lucha Bros. And today we're going to break it down differently. I'm going to dissect the match, uh, pretty much tell you what I felt and what I saw. So, again, Adam Page versus Kenny Omega. Omega and Phoenix started off. On this match and Kenny Omega dominated most of this um, match against Ray Phoenix even though Phoenix was doing a lot of speed aerial uh, aerobatic stuff and all that stuff but Kenny Omega pretty much took control of this match for the first two minutes and Adam Page came in and went on one-on-one with Pentagon but you know Pentagon does his little uh, thing with the gloves and the set of miedo um, and it turned out that uh, Adam Page was not having the nonsense that Pentagon does. And at one point, Omega and Page started double chopping Pentagon. And, you know, it, 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 you know there was this funny part aspect of it, you know. And then um, Pentagon made a small comeback only for Omega to jump over the rope and take out both Lucha Brothers at one point. Adam Page tagged in and Lucha Bros. When Adam Page took in, tagged in, Lucha Bros. took over Adam Page. And they kind of... um. They started beating on him, and pretty much most of the matches were, like, double-teaming him. Um, Adam Page did clothesline Pentagon and makes the hot tag to Kenny, and Kenny does a moonsault, only to get caught in the knees, uh, caught with the knees on his wrist from Pentagon. And at one point, when we were watching this match, uh, a little uh, clip came in, like, it was like like a video of frequency interference from dark odor was shown I, I i didn't know what was going on at that point um but the match continued between adam page and kenny omega versus lucha bro ray phoenix got power one and then he got knee strikes and then adam page gets the hot tag and adam page goes into a suicida dive on the lucha bros uh, a drop kick to a moonsault dive on the lucha bros um good match so far as I was watching it, I mean, it was it was commercial free, um, and this is they did this because I guess NXT was doing a commercial free on um, the first hour of the World Championship match that they were having on their side, so they did this. They were doing the uh, the commercial freeze. Uh, Pentagon nearly pinned Page after a combination of offense between the Lucha Bros. Adam Page and Kenny put a great combination to nearly pin the Lucha Bros. But then the Buckshot Lariat. Um, Adam Page pretty much hit Kenny Omega by mistake, and this led to Pentagon hitting the package power driver to pin Kenny. Now, this, I don't know where they're going with this, because um, I know with this happening, it looks like Adam Page is going to turn heel. Uh, By him uh, mistakenly hitting Kenny Omega with the lariat because Pentagon, I think, ducked. Um, um, That pretty much uh, got Kenny pissed off. And these guys, two guys started pushing only for Adam, uh, for Pac to come out and start calling um, Omega 
and then he ends up going into Nakazawa, Michael Nakazawa's locker room, and they went to commercials, but they had the double switch part of the commercial, and you saw what was going on. The Lucha Bros then attacked Kenny again. Adam Page helped him, and that's the way it ended. I don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to get another rubber match from Pac versus Kenny. Um, what is going to happen with Adam Page? Is he going to turn bad? Is he going to turn heel? Um, this, this, this one point today, I was thinking maybe he's leading to joining the Dark Order because the Dark Order has been going around. If you saw the BTE this week, they had this poster of uh, advertising where if you do you want to win, do you, uh, you don't want if you want to keep losing or you want to be a winner, whatever it is they have. And would Adam Page be part of that? We don't know. I mean, there's a lot of questions to be answered on this. Uh, situation that match was good but still left us confused we'll be right back after this if you haven't heard about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast let me explain it's free there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on spotify apple Podcasts, and many more you can make money from your podcast with no minimal listenership it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And the next match that happened um, last night from Texas was the Butcher and the Blade with Bunny against Cody Rose and Darby Allen. Um, this was a, a match that I was really looking forward to, to see uh, at Darby and Cody Rose uh, gel against the Butcher and the Blade. Darby went one-on-one with Butcher, who Butcher had about 100 pounds over him. But, you know, but he asked for Blade. And he did use his quickness, um, you know, and his agility. And the fans um, loved every minute of it. Um, Darby Allen, to me, this guy, he's going to go places. Even though he's a real short guy, um, they need to push him more. Um, even though he is kind of a hardcore type wrestler, but it, it really, he still impressed, impressed me. Once Cody came in, he um, asked for Butcher to come into the ring, but then Butcher and Blake just took control of the match because uh, Butch is a big dude. He overpowered Cody, and you know, and it was just, you know, it was, it was, it was to me, it was like I don't know, Cody uh, was overmatched by the butcher but then you know he got thrown outside the ring at one point because um he got thrown outside the ring and he looked like he hurts his knee but then Allie got involved and she grabs um cody's left arm rams it on the outside post um butch and blake kept dominating throughout the match and a hot tag to darby but you know butch out muscle darby with a with a with a texas cloverleaf um then Cody at one point caught, um, he did the cross roll on Butcher, but Bunny interfered. Darby and Cody did two pursuers on Butcher and Bunny. I mean, I'm sorry, Butcher and Blade. And Darby caught Butcher with a coffin drop on the edge of the ring that I'm like, this dude does not care if he hits that edge of that ring. The Butcher was laying on the edge of the ring. Darby ended up doing the coffin drop and caught Butcher. Uh, and Cody catches Blade with a um, Cody cutter, um, and it looked like it looked a little bit botched. 
I mean, Blade went down before even Cody touched him. I mean, I mean, I don't know. But it's me. Maybe I'm overlooking everything. But after that, Cody catches Blade off the, with the cutter. He gets the pin. And now there will be a rematch between Cody and Darby Allen um, from over the summer. Um, as you know, guys well know, Cody and Darby Allen wrestled to a draw. That was the night that uh, Sean Spears cracked Cody's head wide open. So then Awesome Khan came out with Brandy and Melanie Cruz. And the matches was like a squash match. They pretty much it was Miranda Elise versus um, Awesome Khan. Also just dominated Miranda. I think it took one minute. Then they cut Elise's uh, uh, hair. And then after that, we had the Chris Jericho versus Jungle Boy. It was a 10-minute match. Uh, Jungle Boy pretty much used his speed tonight and he um he uses people then to confuse jericho but jericho you know he turns he turns the pace around and next thing you know he is in control um he pretty much um just started beating on jungle boy he took most of uh he, he took most of the match and um jungle boy you, you know was trying to to retaliate back but of course you know jericho started playing around with him at one point he caught Jungle Boy with the cold breaker, uh, but he started to play around. I'm, I'm telling you, when uh, Hager got involved, I don't know why Hager got involved, and he pretty much rammed um, Jungle Boy against the railing. Here comes Luchasaurus, and Hager starts brawling. Marco Stunts tries to dive off the rope on top of the of the uh, ring, and he got killed midair. He got hammered with a freaking forearm from Hager, and it was crazy. Jungle Boy almost rolled up Jericho for a two count, and then uh, two two-pitch suicida on Jericho, and over the top rope hacked Jericho. Um, pretty much, um, you know, uh, trying to 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 protect himself, and he had him going backwards. But then a clothesline by Jericho, and then he pretty much um, he catapulted Jungle Boy in the bottom room, and then he put the walls on Jericho, on Jungle Boy, and Jungle Boy. Pretty much impressed me because he stood under that walls of Jericho for 90 seconds and did not give up. He lasted the 10 minutes. Um, Jericho got pissed off, started, you know, you know, pissed off. He thought he won the match because the bell rang. He thought that uh, Jungle Boy had given up. He did not give up, and he lasted the 10 minutes. Uh, Jericho asked for a five-minute match on Justin Roberts, like Justin Roberts has the power to give him five minutes, and. What he did was um, Jericho tries to wrestle him. It looked like he, it look, I mean, it makes no sense. I don't know if the match was uh, uh, legit in five minutes because then he, it, um, Jungle Boy almost classed two, two, two counts on Jericho. Jericho leaves with the title and he leaves. He doesn't care. And pretty much think, I don't know, it was a double, a draw because he finished the 10 minute draw. A 10-minute match, uh, I guess the five minutes didn't count because after that, that's what the the announcers claimed. Uh, the, the actual, the, the official decision was a draw because Jungle Boy lasted 10 minutes. Uh, Jungle Boy, again, impressed me. Um, I think he's going places. Um, Jericho, of course, again, he pushes the talent. Uh, people are like, oh, you know, um, you know, AEW doesn't know what they're doing. And there's too many, too many storylines, whatever, but I think in due time, you'll see that everything will go into place. So, and then we'll be right back. 
And we're back. So Chris Jericho cut a promo of about John Moxley after the match. He, um, he pretty much dissed Tony Schiavone because Tony Schiavone wanted to interview him. Um, Giovanni, of course, told him, uh, you did not beat Jungle Boy 10 minutes. Um, pretty much Jericho said he'll beat the crap out of Tony Schiavone, whatever. But he started talking about Moxley, saying that Moxley uh, should join the inner circle, give him time. Um, he's looking forward to getting an answer on January 1st, on New Year's Day. Um, so he's still asking Moxley to join the inner circle, but we all know what this is going to lead to. This is going to lead to what Moxley's going to make him think that he's joining them. And in reality, he's not. And he's going to end up uh, swirling Jericho. And this is going to be the title match that's going to happen in Revolution, February 29th, which will be John Moxley versus Chris Jericho for the AEW title. Unless something happens between that time to the February 29th, that's a long way before that pay-per-view. That's like almost two months, if you think about it. So we'll see. But they need to build more, build more on this John Moxley stuff. So who knows? Um, the next one was Britt Baker versus Chris Stanlander. Chris is looking real good. I love Chris Stanlander. I followed her in House of Glory. He's looking real good as they come by. I just don't understand the ranking. I mean, even though I think she beat, I think, Hiroki Shida last week. So she's now become the number one contender. Then she skipped everybody. I guess so. That's the way it goes, I guess. So this was Britt Baker versus Chris Stanlander. And again, a break took control with a you know, neck breaker. Um, Stanlander makes a, a, a small top ball drop kick, uh, drop kick on Baker for the two count. Uh, again, the door in the dark order popped out in the screen. I did not know what was going on. Um, so again, this dark order start kept popping out during the match. Chris escaped. Britt Baker finishing move and dropped the head first with a power driver to finish the match last night. And again, Britt Baker loses um, the match again. I mean, I don't know what's going on with this. Is Britt Baker, wasn't Britt Baker going to be the face of the women's division? And she lost to Chris Stanlander. So I guess they changed their mind. Don't be surprised if Britt Baker gets upset and figures like, look, this is not working. I'm going to NXT with my boyfriend, Adam Cole. Um... I don't know. It, just, it don't make no sense to me why Britt Baker keeps losing. I thought, I thought she was going to be the face of the company, of the women's division, and it looks like now they're bringing out Chris Stanley, and that Chris Stanley is not going to be the face of the division because you know she's going to be Riho. There's no way Riho is going to be a Chris Stanley. Chris Stanley is probably most bigger than Nyla Rose in height. You know what I'm saying? She's, I think she's way better than Nyla Rose, but Nyla Rose is mostly strength and power, but... Um, I don't know. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't make no sense to me at all. Um, what's going on with Britt Baker? She, she loses again. What is going to happen with her? I, I don't know. This like tonight. A lot of stuff was going on in AEW. I'm, I'm, I'm saying last night actually. It was a lot of things. AEW led a lot of things confusing. And this part thing with the join, the Dark Order thing kept popping out during the night. And I'm like, ah, well, why is up with this Dark Order stuff? Like, uh, you know, so it was getting on my nerves. Um, right after the Stanlander match, Stan, um, Brandy came out and was pissed off at Tony Schiavone because they said the microphone was sent to the back and it was not on. She cursed at um, Tony Schiavone, which led to Facebook wrestling groups, all elite wrestling groups, complaining about Brandy Rose cursing on TV. Are you 
freaking kidding me. There's been a lot of wrestlers who curse. I ain't hear no problem. So now all of a sudden, Brandy Rose curses, and there's a big issue. They want to bring religious belief into it. You know, wrestling fans today are so freaking touchy. You know what I'm saying? Any little bullshit, they want to complain, complain. Stop it already. It's a story. It's part of the gimmick. You need to stop bitching and moaning about every little thing that happens in wrestling. Are you kidding me? Like, it's ridiculous. But anyway, Stan Lander uh, got approached by Brandon by joining the uh, Nightmare Collective. And, of course, she said no. Um, and then you saw uh, Melanie Cruz and Awesome Khan coming out of the runway when she looked, turned around. Brandy Rose hit Chris Lander right in the eye with her shoe heel, right in her eye. And then you see Sadie Gibbs comes out to help her. But this is going to lead probably to an Awesome Khan, Chris Lander feud somewhere down the line. But now you see Chris Lander. It's next for against Rio, and if don't be surprised, if Stan Lander does not win the title, it's because of Brandy Rose, and um, I'm sorry, uh, Brandy Rose and Awesome Khan. Um, so this Nightmare Collective, I don't know what that's gonna lead to, but we're gonna see. Um, we'll be right back, and we're back. So we have the SCU versus the Young Bug for the AEW Tag Titles. Uh, the Young Bucks dominated most of the match last night. And, um, they did the early, um, very early. They were doing all kinds of stuff. You know, the rest, how Young Bucks wrestled. They had the, uh, the SCU on the heels most of the match. And uh, Nick did the Escalera uh, on SCU. Kazarian drilled Matt Jackson so hard. I, I was like, wow. He, he hit him so hard. He, I thought... Nick Jackson, I'm not Jackson, Matt Jackson was knocked out, but double clothesline, uh, well, double clothesline, actually. Um, Scorpius guy takes flight, and he takes out both Young Bucks at one point. Um, Matt Jackson is injured, you can see it, he was injured. Well, I guess he was still feeling the effects from the Texas Tornado match from last week. Um, Nick tried to do a moonsault, he got caught with a cutter, turned into a dragon sleeper, it was beautiful. I mean... Scorpio Sky is just with that move is it's crazy. So he does it, and so did uh, I think Frank Kazarian caught uh, Matt with the same move. SCU hit the SCU later finishing move on the Young Bucks, which caught me by surprise because I thought the Young Bucks were going to end up winning the AEW title, and this is where everything starts going nuts because when I saw that when SCU beat the Young Buck. I say, okay, what's wrong with this? This match was kind of short. It was unexpected. It did not. So now the whole night is getting weirder and weirder and weirder. Like, okay, something is wrong here. Something is missing. All of a sudden, the light goes out. The light goes out, and here comes the Dark Order. Dark Order creepers come out of everywhere. All of a sudden, um, the Unos talks about how this is a, a initiation and all of a sudden, you see, um, oh my God, what was the guy's name? Um, and uh, I think it was Anderson. Oh my God, I'm gonna have to go back from last week when he fought Moxley. This guy fought Moxley last week. Oh my God, I'm losing my head. Um, let me see. Oh my God, I'm sorry guys, I forgot who the hell Reynolds, Alex Reynolds. Oof, that's that's how much of a nobody this guy is. He always lose every week. Um. So Reynolds and his partner 
um, which his name is also out of my head. Oh my God, this is guys. You gotta, you gotta, you have to bear with me because oh, Mark Silver. I'm sorry. Oh God, that's how much these guys come on on AEW and they get pinned real quick. Mark Silver and Alex Reynolds. They were now members of the Dark Order, and um, it was just like bugging out. Like they started attacking SCU, they started attacking the uh, SC, um, the Young Bucks. All of a sudden, Kenny Omega comes out. He gets taken out by, by the Creepers. Uh, all of a sudden, I believe Dustin Rose came out. He got taken out. Uh, I forgot who else come, came out. There was a couple of guys who came out, and they got taken out by the Dark Order. And then I told the end it was kind of weird because then you saw the um, Uno grab Mike Jackson, put his finger in his mouth, and then I kind of raked it, and it was like blood coming out, like a little bit of blood, and that's the way it ended. And I'm like, what happened? Like AEW left us more confused than ever. And I have something to say about this Dark Order crap. Honestly, this Dark Order is not impressing me at all. You got too many cults and too many groups in there. You got the Inner Circle. You got Blade Bunny, uh, Blade Bunny and Butcher. You have um, the the Nightmare Collective. Now you got Dark Order. Uh, you got the Elite. You got too many groups in there. And last night it was just like it was horrible. And because of that, AEW lost this week in the ratings against NXT because. You're 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 trying to create groups. Why are you even doing that? Like you don't have to create all these groups, like to make it look special. Cause now you ended up Butcher and Blade lost this week. So now now what? Are they gonna come back? Are they gonna be? Are they gonna be part of the tag team scene? I mean, what's gonna happen? I still haven't seen Hydro H2O or 2.0. You don't see of the best friends. There's too many tag teams in there. Do you see Santana Ortiz this week? Why you have Dark Order? Dark Order to me right now sucks. I'm sorry. Dark Order sucks. That's the way I'm saying it. So people may not agree, but this thing with Dark Order, I, I don't know. I, don't, and don't be surprised if Adam Page joins Dark Order. It'll be it'll be crazy to see that happen. I mean, and, and Brandon Cutler may be part of the Dark Order because he he was seen in BTE. Grabbing one of the little stickers to join the Dark Order. So, Peter Avalon may join the Dark Order. These are the guys who keep losing every week, and now they're going to be part of a, of, a, of, a, of a faction. We'll see. Anyway, guys, we'll be right back. And we're back. So, we got more more news and to just shut it down tonight. Um, Enzo dropped a diss track on Tamatanga. And, again... Enzo is irrelevant. He's trying to make himself relevant. He did some some video on Twitter. He looks as high as a skunk. He looks his eyes look glassy. You could tell that he took so many hours to come with that stupid rap and didn't make you know didn't make no sense. Dude, just stop it. And you are going against going dropping these stupid videos and calling out Tamatanga. Tamatanga chewed you up and spit you out. He's been spitting you out since April. And you just keep trying to get yourself relevant in the wrestling business. You're right now, you're irrelevant, bro. And that's nothing new because now your partner, since we're sticking with Enzo, let's talk about Kaz. Kaz, sometime last week, did left a death threat on George Janela's Twitter. Are, are you kidding me? 
Cats. So this is what this is what you're doing now. You're doing death threats on Twitter. You got problems, dude. Like you got the major problem. And you and your boy Enzo, both of you, who is gonna sign you? You guys are, are, are a joke. You're you're a, a disgrace to the business of professional wrestling. I don't care if any WWE fan. Oh, but Enzo, Enzo was a punching bag in WWE. Okay, Cass did all the work. Enzo was just a punching bag. Okay, he's the only wrestler I know that knocked himself out with the bottom rope. He's he, I mean, he has. I could say he has spit game because he has game, you know, when when it comes to the mic. But dude, like, give it up already. Like, nobody's gonna sign you. Okay, stop going to Twitter and starting wars with other wrestlers. Nobody cares. And Cass, dude, go go check yourself, bro. You had an issue back in WrestlePro back in the summer, okay? You got knocked out by a guy shorter than you. And here you go, that dude giving death threats to Joey Janela out of all people. The guy's smaller than you. You got issues. These guys got issues. I don't understand. Uh, also, you know, guys, well known, we're going to uh, talk about Marty Scroll. You know, he left Ring of Honor, his contract is over. But he ended up showing up at NWA the night after, and he challenged Nick Aldis. On NWA Power, even though I don't like talking about NWA Power because I'm not a fan of that program, but Marty Scroll against Nick Aldis, they're gonna wrestle again. I think it's a uh, January. It's a pay-per-view NWA is gonna have, and they're gonna wrestle for the NWA World Title. This is a a, a move. You know, everybody's like all happy. Oh, Marty Scroll signed with NWA. He did not sign with NWA. He did not sign with NWA. He's just getting himself, putting himself out there. So people do not forget about him, and it's a little bit something for him, extra money on the side, you know, making himself, himself out there relevant. Um, Tracy Smothers, uh, maybe many, many of you wrestling fans today don't know who that guy is, but Tracy Smothers was a wrestler who uh, wrestled in WCW back then. He was part of a tag team with, uh, I think it was Scott Armstrong, uh, uh, Smoking Guns, I think the name was. I'm not going to forget well, he's been diagnosed with lymphoma cancer, and you know that's something to, you know, to pray for the man. You know, this is horrible. Hopefully, he gets better and he's able to beat cancer. Cancer sucks. Um, also, uh, real quick, MLW uh, Fightland that's going to happen in February. Uh, we're going to see Sema versus Jacob Fatu for the Major League Wrestling World Title match. For Fightland, that's a pay-per-view. Uh, I think it's a pay-per-view, or may not be something. Uh, might be just a, te- a television taping. Rhea Ripley, he won. She won the NXT title for Shayna Baszler last night. Um, I saw a little bit of it toward the ending. It, was, it looked like it was it was a great match. Um, so, but we're gonna end this podcast tonight with. Can we could say good news? The justice will be made. Um, justice for Matt Travis. As you guys know, Matt Travis was a House of Glory wrestler. Um, he was killed back in November 9th uh, in New York City as he was driving his bike. A dump truck made an illegal turn and ran him over. And it was been over a month that nobody knew uh, if the guy was ever going to get caught, that the driver was ever going to get caught. And, you know, we were hoping that... He would get arrested for you know, justice for Matt, Matt Travis. So this week they actually made an arrest. Um, the guy from um, from the dump truck company got caught. Uh, I forgot the game, that guy's name, and he don't he don't deserve to be mentioned here. But I know they 
he was charged with reckless endangerment um, and of some other top charges. So the guys get arrested. And hopefully, Matt Travis will get his justice. And you know, I know Amazing Red was um, praying for him um, and praying the fact that they catch the guy who did it. As you well know, I mean, for those who House of Glory fans are, or House of Glory fans who like House of Glory know that um, Mr. Amazing Red won the six-man, or not six, a six-weight championship, and it was just a, uh, an amazing event on December 9th, I think it was, or 7th, I don't remember what day it was, but it was this month, and he actually won the title, and, you know, and it was it was. A very emotional night because it was like he wins the belt. Matt Travis had passed away a month before that, and this was a, a, a great, great event. And um, and I'm happy that they caught the guy who ran over Matt Travis, and hopefully we'll get justice. Anyway, so this podcast is over. So uh, I know, like I said, this was the last AEW Dynamite review of the year. Um, now most of you may say, oh, well, you're not going to do a podcast on Thursday. Well, I will do a podcast on Thursday and it will be about the, the state of some of the promotions, wrestling promotions that what's going on, what's going to happen in 2020, my opinion on that. So starting Monday, I'm going to talk about maybe the first three, which will be WWE, AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling. I will give you the feedback on the state of those promotions and then on thursday i'll talk about ring of honor impact and major league wrestling and house of glory i will talk about house of glory because house of glory deserves to be there and as you guys know house of glory got pulled by master p and don't be surprised house of glory is going to make noise next year because i am seeing a lot of things of house of glory and it's going to create a lot of noise next year and, and a lot of great things will happen and hopefully you know you know more more promotion more wrestling and you know the fans will love it but anyway thank you for guys for listening to me um i hope you enjoyed the show um i will see you guys on monday the day before christmas eve to bring you more news again i want to give a shout out to um R32 store in Highland Mills, New York. You could check the uh, um, R32 store um, through going to www.r32.store and you can see all the design that my boy Vernick does for the apparel, anything you need. He is, any design, he will make it happen. So check that out. Shout out to Turnbuckle Tabloid. Much love to them. Um, also, shout out to um, AEP, All Elite Podcast, and Tiffany, and their people over there. Shout out to you guys. Hope And the more podcasts, the more information, the more networking, the better it is for everybody. People get to enjoy uh, all types of information, different opinions from different people. But again, thank you very much, everybody, for supporting my, the Chokesland Wrestling Report. Again, I am in um, Google, Apple, uh, Spotify, Pandora, uh, iHeartRadio, uh, there's plenty of other platforms out there, Stitcher, you can hear me all over the place, so thank you for your support, I also have a YouTube channel called the Chosen Night Report, right now, 
all the you could see all the videos I had downloaded it. I have not downloaded anything because um, I'm still waiting for to to revamp it for next year. But I may do a video this week. Who knows? But check it out. If you like the content inside the video on YouTube, um, subscribe to the channel, hit that notification bell, leave me your message, your comments. You can check out whatever's in there and tell me what you think. Until then, guys, I'll see you Monday night. Until then, have a good weekend and enjoy the rest of the night.